Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word, your daily podcast for inspirational scriptures for your time of prayer and meditation. We're beginning the book of Ecclesiastes and pray for me as we tackle this book. This is not a book that I've ever read in its entirety, but we will read it together. And prayerfully, as God's word is opened and expounded on, we'll understand what Solomon is talking about in this book because he is the author. And I'm reading verses 1, 2, and 3 from the New King James Version. It reads, The words of the preacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem. Vanity of vanities, says the preacher. Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. What profit has a man from all his labor in which he toils under the sun? The title that the New King James Version and the uh, commentary gives this is The Vanity of Life. This, um, this book in the Bible, the account what we have of Solomon's apostasy from God. He has strayed from all of the wisdom that we've known, you know, We've learned about him, wisdom and understanding, and he's in a state of um, being separated, abandonment from God, abandon, abandonment of his beliefs. And it's, he's, it seems like he's in a faithless state of mind as he's writing this. But I have good news to share when I come back as we look at the insights from the commentaries and... Uh, give you some thoughts for meditation. I'll be right back. Hi, this is Hope Scott, your host of 5 Minutes in the Word. Thanks for listening to my daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Please listen, subscribe, and follow on any major listening platform. I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and almost all major listening platforms. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Podchaser. Again, we're looking at Ecclesiastes verses 1, 2, and 3 in the New King James Version. And this is just the introduction It gives you the theme of the book of Ecclesiastes. It's unusual and perhaps the most difficult book to understand in the whole Bible. It has a spirit of hopeless despair and it has no praise or peace. It seems to promote questionable conduct. Yet, these are the words of the preacher and in it he shows the futility and foolishness of life lived without any eternal perspective. But, again, there is hope. As I read um, Matthew Henry, and of course he had a lot in his introduction to this book, and I want to share uh, as much as I can in my time and not confuse either myself or you, my listeners. And again, this is an account of Solomon's apostasy from God, his abandonment of his beliefs, the, uh, the Solomon that taught us about wisdom, get wisdom, get understanding. That Solomon is in this part, the latter end of his reign. And this is a tragic part of his story. And I'm reading the words of Matthew Henry. We uh, may suppose that he wrote his Proverbs in the prime of his life. 
while he kept his integrity, but he delivered his Ecclesiastes when he had grown old. And um, he was, by grace of God, God, he was recovered from backsliding. There are indeed many things in this book which are dark and hard to understand. So as I said, pray for me as we go through this so that we all get an understanding of what God wants us to learn from this book because he allowed it to be in the canon. And all of God's words are, you know, they're breathed from, from him. And they made it to the canon because God said they had to be important. They were important enough for us to know and to learn from. There are, let's see, the, the preacher sadly laments his own folly and mistake in promising himself satisf satisfaction in the things of this world and even the forbidden pleasures of senses, which now he finds more bitter than death. And how true is that for so many who have done things that they know were not pleasing to God. And when they come to the realization it's like, it's vanity. Why did I waste my life doing this foolishness? And this is where uh, Solomon is. He, um, his fall is proof of the weakness of man's nature. And then uh, uh, Matthew Henry continues by saying, Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, nor say, I shall never be such a fool as to do so and so. When Solomon himself, the wisest of men, played the fool so egregiously, nor let the rich man glory in his riches, since Solomon's wealth, as great as it was, was also a great snare to him. His recovery, though, is proof of the power of God's grace, and that's a shouting point to me. I'm going to read that again. His recovery is a proof of the power of God's grace to bring one back to God who has gone so far from him. It is proof, too, of the riches of God's mercy and accepting him, notwithstanding the many aggravations of his sin, pursuant to the promise that God made to David, that if his children should commit iniquity, they should be corrected, but not abandoned or disinherited. And I thank God for that because that's what David promised in his word. He said that, yeah, sometimes you, you, the children will stray, but those that God loves, he chastens. And we thank God for his chastening because if he disowned us, that would be so, so far, that would be much worse. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we uh, dive into the book of Ecclesiastes. Help us to understand, like you taught and like uh, Matthew Henry is saying, that this book talks about your grace and recovering, recovering us and accepting, um, accepting us after so many sins, so many shortfalls. We thank you, God. We thank you for your precious Holy Spirit that guides us. We thank you for your uh, son who died for us. We thank you, God, for your love, your mercy, your grace. Thank you, Father, that like Solomon, who strayed so far from you, you still were able, he, you, he recovered, and that he's proof of the power of your grace and of your mercy. 
Thank you, Father. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.